0: Eric Asher, taking you whole weekdays, Monday through Friday, right here on 106.1 FM, Nash Icon. Remember, you can catch us on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app. Also, uh, don't forget about Nash FM 106.1 and ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. Uh, Our podcast is available normally about 20 minutes after our program ends. Anchor is our home base, but we're on all the major podcasting platforms. And I urge you to check out the award-winning Inside New Walls Sports tonight, 9 o'clock on Pelican, 10 o'clock on WLAE. Tomorrow morning, uh, Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on The Deuce, WLAE TV 2, and finishing up at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. I already have it up on our social media platforms at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook. I have the honor of having um, Roe Brown, who is an inductee into the Louisiana Sports Hall of Fame, legendary sportscaster uh, in our city on the show. And uh, I'm telling you, uh, just uh, an honor to be able to have him on the show. And uh, it was informative. It was emotional. Uh, it was just great to have Roe and just to see Roe as Roe is, a genuine human being. Uh, so, uh, again, if you have the time, check it out at your leisure online on the WLATV YouTube page, ericasher.com. But that's a can't-miss show for you. A little different than what we normally do, folks. You know, there are going to be some that may be turned off because we didn't break down the Saints in preseason and the summer league with the Pelicans, and we didn't talk about LSU and Tulane spring, uh, I mean, fall camps. Uh, I just felt this was more important to put a spotlight on someone that has done so much for so many people in our town, especially getting into the media. Uh, and beyond, okay. All, 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 on, on, all, on. In terms of, in, in broadcasting, and just an everyday good guy that uh, has helped out so many in our community. Today is the William Grant's uh, Family Distillers Friday Extravaganza. We invite you to partake in a William Grant product, and of course, all oh, are they good. You know, again, if you love. Um, Bourbon, fistful of bourbon whiskey, Hudson bourbon. Uh, if you love uh, an all-star lineup of Scotches, we got that for you as well. Glenfiddich Scotts Whiskey, the Balvenie Scotts Whiskey, Grants Blended Scotts Whiskey, the hottest spirits on the market, Henry's Jim Milago Tequila, Rekha If you love rum, how about uh, Sailor Jerry Rum and also Florida Kanye Nicaraguan Rum. Every bottle of Sailor Jerry Rum, a portion of those proceeds to go to the God Foundation, uh, making sure they take care of our Louisiana families, whether it's active military, retired military. Uh, they're getting a little bit of a jam. They're there for them. Uh, helping them with uh, much-needed home repairs, also, the opportunity to be able to get uh, money for insurance premium, utility bills, mortgage payments, rents, um, whatever they whatever need, need in terms of living expenses, the Gott Foundation is there for them. Uh, just part of, again, the give back from George Loriana, Republic Beverage, and, and William Grant. And of course, tell them more to Iris Whiskey, the largest selling Iris, oh, second largest selling Irish whiskey in the entire world. We have a great portfolio for you over at William Grant. Mike Mazan usually joins me at about 410. He will not join us until maybe closer to 430 this afternoon. Glenn Gilbo of USA Today Network is going to join us at uh, five thirty-five this afternoon, so we'll have a chance to talk to Glenn about the New Orleans Saints, who practice tonight in the Dome. Glenn's coming down for that, uh, and of course, what's going on with the LSU Tigers uh, as they are uh, getting ready to have another one of their preseason uh, games on um, on Saturday. Again, of course, uh, that is uh, you know a nice nice way to say uh, they're going to be practicing against each other in a scrimmage. So we'll talk a little bit about that. Pelicans have their um, and their schedule has been out. The NBA schedule came out today at about 2 o'clock. Uh, I'll give you the lowdown on that, probably in the second hour, unless Mike comes and uh, doesn't come but to us uh, by about 4.30. So uh, we'll talk about that then. Anyway, I wanted to open up the show talking a little about what happened yesterday. And um, really, it's it's, it's it's been going kind of bubbling for the whole week. And... It could come it goes to again uh, a politician sticking his nose into things that he shouldn't be sticking his nose into, and it is going to di- it directly affects the new orleans saints and and the now Caesar superdome um, Most of you know that again it's been a little controversial this this week in terms of since uh, the mayor came out last week and said they were going to mandate uh covid nineteen uh negative test or, again, a proof of vaccination in order to get into sporting events in the Dome, uh, and, again, that means Monday night's uh, game against the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, that, that, will, that protocol will be in place. Well, the Saints also were, were saying at that time they were not going to issue any, um, any refunds. I mean, there were a, a couple of dozen people that wanted refunds. There were people that inquired about refunds, but again, nobody that had demanded refunds. About 24 people or so that had demanded refunds. Uh, So the the Saints did an about-face about the middle of the week and said, look, we'll give you a refund, but we're not going to opt out this year. Last year was an opt-out year. This year is not an opt-out year. So if you want a refund, you're going to have to be in a situation where you give up your season tickets, plain and simple. Look, a lot of people are dealing with this right now. I'm dealing with it. I have three season tickets. And uh, you know, the individuals that I share those tickets with, again, they they have children and they're not um they don't feel comfortable in going to the dome. So, you know, we're trying to work it out now where again the the they, they can hold they can hold on to those tickets because they've been with me. Um I've had the tickets since eighty one. Uh they've shared those tickets for the last ten years It's one of my dear friends. I'm not gonna leave him out in the cold next year when things are, are again come back to a sense of normalcy, at least we hope, right? So we're trying to figure out a way now, again, that we can give the, get these tickets to other people that want them within our, within our circle and, and we don't have to lose those tickets because we're not going to lose them. We're going to do it. If I even have to put on the secondary market, I'm not losing the tickets. This is the way it is. So, again, a lot of us are dealing with that, okay, if you got more than one season ticket or even if you have a season ticket. But the Saints are not offering opt-outs. Look, I said it yesterday. If this is the Pelicans, they're probably offering opt-outs. It's a big difference. Saints have a huge waiting list for individuals that want season tickets. The Pelicans do not. Saints probably want to hold on to their season ticket holders, but they know that, again, if they have a ticket that goes on sale, a season ticket, somebody's going to gobble it up. Not so much maybe for the Pelicans, who, uh, again, are in a situation where they're trying to prove that, uh, you know, they they can be an entertaining brand of basketball and people can go out and enjoy themselves and, you know, all the things that, again, are the reasons why, you know, winning brings people to the stadium, right? Winning brings people to the stadium. So they probably wouldn't do that. Again, that's, that's my conjecture, okay? If they have to have that, uh, a situation like this this year, they're probably not going to want to hold on to those season ticket holders and allow them to opt out. But I digress. So they changed their policy. And so now people, again, can come in and they can get their season tickets, so their money back for their season tickets, but they're out, okay? They're out. They're not going to be able to get season tickets. But it's always bad when a politician sticks his nose in something. And Attorney General Jeff Landry who is the town clown, is always looking for a way to insert himself into things that are none of his business or the purview of his office. I mean, he's the poster child for political grandstanding. He so desperately wants to be the next governor of Louisiana, there is no issue out there that he will not put a spotlight on for a news cycle, just for a news cycle. doesn't have to be something long-term. One news cycle, okay? One news cycle. So what does he do? He puts on his makeup, he puts on his wig, his rubber nose, and he makes a damn fool out of himself. I mean, there have been headline chases in the past in this city, in this state, but this dude is just dying for the spotlight. To say he's a hypocrite is pointing out the obvious. Now remember, he's the chief law enforcement officer for the state of Louisiana. And if you remember, not too long ago in the distant past, He wanted to deport all illegal aliens because they were taking jobs away from Louisiana citizens. And then there's an investigative report, okay, that comes out and finds out that he was in cahoots with a felon to import more than 1,000 Mexican construction workers for his companies uh, that were helping to build the liquefied gas plant in Cameron Parish. Hmm, really? I mean, we all remember that, right? We all remember that. One of his many blunders that he's been caught in during, or during his time as the Attorney General for the state of Louisiana. So now he takes aim at the Saints and their COVID-19 refund policy, which is out of his purview, okay? It's got nothing to do with Jeff Landry, okay? When the uh, Saints are a private entity, yes, they get, they get uh, state funding, uh, but there's a give back on that, okay? There's a give back. What the Saints mean in terms of our economy what the Pelicans mean in terms of our economy, not just the New Orleans economy, the state's economy, with the big-time events. Look, I've said it over and over again. Dude, ladies and gentlemen, this is this is not 1970. This is not 1965, okay? We, we're no longer the queen city of the South. We no longer, again, are, are, are the banking capital of, of, of the South, okay? Those banks... That, that once housed all these great banks, they're condos now. They're hotels now. Uh, when you look at Poydras Street, which was once again uh, 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 one of the great, great uh, uh, streets of commerce in the entire country, uh, when you talk about oil and gas, it's abandoned now. I mean, it's not even one-shell square anymore, right? I mean, all those, all those companies went to Houston. The Port of New Orleans, although it's still a great port, it's not employing people like it used to. Again, everything everything is containerized now. It used to be when you were growing up in this town, you could go to, you could go to the port and you get a pretty darn good job and raise your family. Not that way anymore. Not that way anymore. Where what do we what are we hanging our hat on now? Hospitality. And that's what we do. Big time events. And it's not just here in New Orleans. It's in Baton Rouge. it's in Shreveport. It's in many, many cities and towns in, in, in our state that again are hosting sporting events hospitality, trying to get folks to come in and enjoy what, what, again, is uniquely Louisiana. It's who we are. So that's who we are in our economy right now. Sure, there's farming. Sure, there's manufacturing. Yes, oil and gas is part of it. We're, but we are now a tourist destination. Saints are a big part of that. And so are the Pelicans. So the Saints weren't going to offer refunds, but they changed their stance. So now they're offering refunds but not opt-outs because of COVID-19. So what does Landry do? Instead of just sitting back and, and again, maybe saying his piece, getting his five minutes on on the local news, or having, again, a microphone put in his face because of it, because he's got to get involved, he convinces the Bond Commission to hold back $28 million and a line of credit that is needed for the $450 million renovation of, of, of the Superdome. Now, 300 of that is coming from the state. Another $150 million is coming from the Benson. From Mrs. Benson. Now, if they're on a timeline, and they're on a very strict timeline right now, this thing has to be done in phases, okay, because of, the, again, the impending uh, 2025 Super Bowl. All this has been promised to the NFL that this stadium would be completely renovated. Look, we're in a situation where we've been able to re- preserve the Superdome. Other cities have blown up their domes, have blown up their stadiums. They're going with these new mega stadiums. All we're trying to do is keep up with the Joneses. And I do mean the Joneses. But yet the NFL continues to be able to bring its big game here. The NCAA continues to bring their big game here in the Superdome, which again we continue because of, again, Dave Dixon and a great architect that, that built that building had the foresight of, again, building a building that could be transformed over time. So the shell stays the same, but, but again, inside again, it's constantly being changed. That takes money. In the past, the state put up all that money. Mrs. Benson is putting up 150 million. It's still a state building, but let's face it, the Bensons get it pretty much for nothing. There's really no rent. They get the signage, they get they get the uh, concessions, etc. It's a trade-off. It's a trade-off for a small market to have an NFL and NBA team, and of course, what comes with that, the major events that come to New Orleans because of that building. But now you got Bozo involved. Okay, what a clown. This guy wants to be governor of Louisiana, but yet he'll use his political influence to stop the Bond Commission and slow this process down when you know we're on a timeline to get this done before 2025. That's ludicrous. It's unbelievable. So you got this clown, this Bozo who wants to be governor. I mean, could you see him being, uh, being governor of Louisiana and when it comes time to extend the Pelicans or, or the Saints' contracts, how that's going to go? I mean, th- there has not been an issue over the last few governors in getting these deals done, okay? Whether you think that uh, the Bensons have gotten the farm or not, the deals have gotten done. And Landry has proven to be no friend to New Orleans. All I can say is this. This is just another example of him meddling anything to get into the spotlight. Hopefully this clown will join the circus instead of creating, creating one here in the state as the next governor. I'll just say it right now. New Orleans can't afford him to bring his clown show to the governor's mansion. Once again, Jeff Landry meddling, putting his, got to get his, his words in, got to get his face out there. with something that, that again, he has nothing to be involved in. It's not in his purview of his office. And now he's slowing down a project that was on the fast track of getting done all because of political posturing. No, New Orleans can't afford this clown to be governor, and neither can the state of Louisiana. We'll be right back. Well, obviously, we won't be right back. Give me time to be able to tell you a little bit about my friends over at Burkhard Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. That's North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. If you're looking for a company you can trust when it comes to your air conditioning system, it's Burkhard. Burkhard's 15 trucks in the field will get to you very, very quickly when you need help. And of course, it doesn't matter where it went, when it is. 24 7, 365. They are there for you. Uh, Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Again, uh, if you need help, date certified technicians. All you got to do is remember acpromise.com, acpromise.com. All right,
1: are we ready to go to break now, Rudy? Hey, I'm Carly Pierce. The quickest way for the economy to recover, for businesses to return, for concerts and theaters to reopen, for generations of families to reunite, for children to play freely with other children, is for everyone to get the vaccine.
2: It is America's best shot. 106.1 Nash Icon. This
3: report is sponsored by Baton Rouge General. Come join the team. Nursing chose you. Now it's time to choose Baton Rouge General with new higher ER and ICU rates for contract and PRN nurses in one of the nation's top hospitals for patient care. Become a part of their team. Apply today at brgeneral.org slash careers.
4: Look out for an accident out in the east on 10 eastbound at Bullard. And delays a solid on 10 eastbound from Reed to Bullard. In the meantime, look out for delays that are steady on 10 eastbound from just past Elysian Field's to the high rise and then delays again pick back up on 10 eastbound from Reed to Bullard also if you're traveling along the, Pontch- the uh, West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City Connection eastbound coming into the city delays remain steady from Stump Boulevard to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit if you're traveling westbound along the West Bank Expressway delays are steady from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale 10 westbound your backups are steady from Elysian Fields to Canal picking back up from Causeway to the airport on the 610 on the eastbound side your delays are solid from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge and on the westbound side from just before canal boulevard to the 10610 merge i'm ed robinson broadcasting from the attorney mike brandner traffic center
3: DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating, proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years.
5: On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling, answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary.
0: Bienvenue on Hickory. It is the William Grant Family Distillers Friday Extravaganza. It's the weekend. Whether you're heading to your favorite spirit store, maybe you're going out for a, a drink with some friends, maybe you're heading out to uh, your favorite restaurant. Uh, reach for a William Grant product. Insist on it. Henry's Gym, Milago Tequila, Rekha Vaca, Hottest Spirits on the Market. Uh, how about um, uh, Monkey Shoulder? Also Glenfiddich. Uh, Grant's Splendid Whiskey, and as well as the Balvenie, all award-winning scotches. Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey is the second largest selling uh, uh, Irish whiskey in the entire world. Fistful of Bourbon, Bourbon Whiskey, and also Hudson Bourbon. And uh, don't forget about our uh, rums. Uh, Florida Kanye Nicaraguan Rum and uh, Sailor Jerry Rum. Of course, every bottle of Sailor Jerry Rum, a per- post those proceeds, go to the Gott Foundation. Reach for a William Grant product. Again, independent family distiller since 1887. Mike Vazan joins us on the on the program, Hot Off the Bench podcast, along with uh, celebrity chef Scott Craig, also his own podcast, Vazan on Football, and his own blog, Vazan on Football blog. Mike, welcome to the show.
6: Eric, my brother, how you doing, my friend? Sorry, I'm a I'm little doing, bit late, but um, no problem. better late than never, as we always say. There you go.
0: Mike, since we're going to be pressed for time uh, with uh, trying to fit everything in this last half hour, let's start off with the New Orleans Saints, your thoughts on what you saw against the Baltimore Ravens.
6: Well, I've been listening to you all week, and um, I heard Sean and Scott, and I pretty much agree with you, I was saying. I think the Saints outplayed the Ravens. Um, every unit, first unit, second unit, um, fourth quarter, I mean, it, they were, listen, they were, they were driving to either tie or win the game at the end despite five turnovers. So I think having outplayed the Ravens and the six turnovers was the story of the game. So, um, clean up the turnovers, keep playing uh, good football, and um, that's a good equation. I mean, if they, if they don't commit any turnovers, they, they really the game, they win the game easily. So, but that's sure. a big if, as you and I both know. Mm-hmm.
0: Some players that stuck out to you.
6: Um, I mean, Zach Bonham on his bandwagon. I'm mean, everybody. I mean that's pretty obvious. He jumped off the screen. His speed, his uh, instincts, his, you can just tell he's not he's not reading and reacting now. He's just going. I mean, he's not uh spending too much time trying to figure out what he's supposed to be doing. He knows exactly what he's supposed to be doing based on what he sees uh what formation he sees, and I really like that part of it. Uh Paulson Adebo, I thought, looked really well. You know, I'm a big, big fan of his, but I, I think on the field, I was a little nervous how he would play. Um, I thought he, he in man coverage he did really well. Um, he had that one interference call. I think it was negated. Uh, it was. But, it was negated uh, by a penalty. Yeah, it was an offsetting. Off but um, kind of a ticky-tack call, but it was, it was interference. If I was a referee and being honest, I'd say yeah, he did have his hands on him, and, and the receiver fell. Um, you know, Callaway looked good. I thought Winston looked good. so he looked poised. Um, of course, Tony Jones looked really well. Um, the defensive line, I thought, played well, and I thought mm-hmm. the uh, I thought the offensive line did good enough. Although they made Taysom Hill run. Uh, a couple of times, but um, and they protected Jameis a little bit better, but Jameis is better in the pocket. He knows how to work the pocket better than Taysom anyway, So, which to me is a microcosm of what Taysom Hill is. He's going to bail and run as soon as he doesn't see anything, and then Jameis is going to climb the pocket before he decides to run. Um, overall, I thought – Physically, like I said, Big E, I think the Saints outplayed the Ravens except for those damn turnovers, which is a mental mm-hmm. aspect. And, of course, jumping off sides of the defensive line. Oh, um, right. That's been a bugaboo throughout the years on this Payton. Payton. and I don't know what it is. I don't know what they're being coached or what they are
7: seeing. Uh,
6: I know they're trying to time the snap, but, yes. man, it just seems so simple, Big E. It just seems so simple. You see the ball. Ball, ball doesn't move, you don't move. Ball moves, you move. I, I don't get it. But I think those things can be cleaned up. I, don't, I agree. And um, so, uh, I, you know, just a quick little assessment. That's probably, you know, I'm probably thinking something else. But off the top of my head, those are the things I can remember stuck out.
0: Juwan Johnson's another guy that stuck out in, in that game as well. He played really and, well at, um, that, at that receiving tight end position. Safety.
6: And one of the safeties, I think he was an undrafted uh, Eric agent.
0: Eric Burrell. Eric Burrell of Tennessee.
6: Taking people's heads off, which I absolutely love. He, mm-hmm. he was head not headhunting, but he was like an old-school safety back there. Yep. Coming in and laying some wood on people, which you can't help but love that. I mean, you know. The one no, thing and is they that, they, they, man, they
0: need somebody to, to step up at safety for them. And I'm not saying no that, doubt. but I'm saying, that, look, after watching what um, uh, the the contract, uh, that Adams got from Seattle, which raises the bar for every other safety in the NFL. Uh, if the Saints want to want to keep Marcus Williams, it's probably going to be at a higher price than what they thought they were going to keep him at. Uh, so uh, they, they need some. They need another true safety to emerge on this team. It's one game. It's going against the Scrubs. Burrell looked great. We'll see if that can carry over throughout the season and what type of special teams player he will be as well.
6: Yeah, I mean, um, you're right. Uh, Marcus Williams is a good playmaking safety as far as pass coverage, but nobody fears going over the middle with him back there. I can promise you that.
0: I agree. I agree 100% on that. I mean, just it is what it is. Now, hopefully he will continue to improve. I'm talking about Williams. Um, uh, But, you know, we'll see how it goes. Um, Anxious to see when Pete Werner gets back on the field. It's been a while now. You know he hasn't been at practice uh, tonight. The Saints practice in the dome. You know they do that each and every year. They want to get they want to get uh, used to the turf. Uh, it gives uh, Peyton a chance to, be able to have the guys run on the turf. Uh, let the uh, the individuals know that that are uh, in, in, involved with the turf over the dome. Uh, whether it's you know too soft, too hard, what they have to do in terms of you know maybe uh, tweaking that turf a little bit. So that'll happen tonight.
6: Well, one is losing valuable time because guys are passing him up, and as long as you know, you know, Bond was playing well. To uh, mention the other guys, Eaton Caden Ellis was playing well. You know, Quan Alexander, once he gets on the field, he's a right. he's a stud. He's he a ran with, with the first
0: team this week in a few practices.
6: Werner did.
0: I'm talking about Quan
6: um, Alexander. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you know, he, once he, he, he starts doing that, it's all over with. I mean, he's not going to give up that start. He's a, he's a starting NFL linebacker, and he's an above-average to excellent one at that. So he's a playmaking NFL linebacker. So he's not going to not he's not going to lose playing time because he's getting beaten out. He's and if he loses any playing time because he's not back 100. percent That's the only reason. I'm talking about Alexander, but yeah, yes, I, I'm anxious to see wearing on the field. We need to get him on the field, man. Yeah, you can't make the club from the tub, my boy. No, and that was
0: part of the problem with Zach Bond last year, and even yeah. Cade Nellis, the inability to stay healthy, and it really retarded their progress on uh, as as getting on the field to be a, a a linebacker that can contribute. And look, you know, with Quan and his injury history. They got to be ready with some other linebackers. that could come in and contribute immediately, uh, without maybe having to go out and spend. They got about ten million dollars in the cap right now, money to be able to go out and, and get another uh, linebacker. Uh, I, I didn't feel that way a few weeks ago after watching um, uh, the young linebackers on um, on Saturday night. I feel a little bit better about it. Hope they could take that from from that game one to game two in the preseason, and we'll continue to see again that growth. I, I, I'm 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 on the Odebo bandwagon here. You know, um, at the end of the day, it is what it is. Whoever's going to be that uh, that uh, corner opposite Marshawn Lattimore is going to get picked on constantly, uh, and some got to learn under fire. Uh, but you're going to have to be under um, be patient with this guy because he is a rookie and uh, he didn't play football last year, and no team is game planning for him right now. But just straight man to man, he looked like he could be able to do it uh, in the on, on an NFL level. Now we'll find out more again this week as maybe he gets a little bit more playing time. But uh, I'm telling you, I, I didn't know what to expect out of him, but I was pleasantly surprised uh, when he took when he took the, uh, the field because I keyed every single play on Adebo to see how he was covering, and I thought he did a really good job based on the TV uh, package.
6: No, I mean, he's, he's coached up really well. I mean, uh, Richard or Richard, uh, the defensive backs coach now.
0: Richard, yes. is
6: really big on, on technique and being able to, to use your hands. You know, from Seattle, they like they're pretty handsy out there, and they got away with it uh if you do it discreetly, maybe you you know that's how they teach but his physical- his physicality is what pops patches he's a big dude man he's, he looks like he's built like a a nice safety almost kind like of coverage skills and speed um. Yeah, I, I'm, I like to say that I wasn't surprised. I mean, I was a little nervous. I've been sticking my neck out on the line, and it was only one preseason game. And like you said, Eric, nobody's game plan for him yet. But I was, I was pleased with his performance, and uh, hopefully he can carry on. I mean, the good thing about him is he's a smart kid. He graduated Stanford, um, so and he played for a really good coach out there. Um, so I really think that. Um, that he's got, you know, he's got all the tools needed for him to be able to succeed. Now it's up to him to go ahead and do it, and it looks like he got off to a good start.
0: No, def- definitely does. Now, Mike, let's look forward to to Jacksonville on Monday night. What do you want to see? What are you looking for?
6: Well, pretty much like you, Biggie. I mean, look, they're going up against either a rookie quarterback or a, a second tier quarterback because you're going to have Trevor Lawrence. Probably with the first team, I want to see how they do against – I want to see what they do to a rookie quarterback if they're going to try to confuse him at all on defensive side of the ball. But I want to see um, one of these quarterbacks for the Saints just really take command of the position and and win it outright. Now, I don't see any practices. Sean sees them all, and, and he,
4: mm-hmm.
6: he logs every single pass by each quarterback. As, sure. as far as Hill and Winston are concerned. And um, if you didn't know, if you just came, you just dropped in from Mars and you just didn't know anything about football and you're just reading stats, you would think, well, this is an even contest. I don't know how they're going to pick a starter. The stats are very similar. Um, one guy throws a pick, comes back and throws a touchdown. Another one throws a touchdown, comes back and throws a pick. Um uh, in um, practice, but I just – just watching and based on what I've seen throughout the years watching the quarterbacks play, I just feel like this is still Winston's job. I think it would take Hill really doing something incredibly special. I guess what I'm saying, Eric, is as long as they're still, like, even, like the stats and you still – it's going to be Winston. I think Hill's got to really do something special to make us go, oh, wow, he needs to be the starter. And well, I, especially because I of I his like,
0: jack-of-all-trade roles. I mean, you lose so yeah, much yeah, when I mean, he's down on the yeah, field doing lose, that.
6: you lose an, a freaking playmaker, man. You don't just lose a guy to throw out there. You, you lose a guy teams have to account for when you play that quarterback. Yeah. And,
0: Although I do think this is going to be a quick hook. I mean, I, I, for either guy. I think, well, you know, whether it's, it's – uh, Fumbling the ball, what Taysom has had a problem with yeah. last year, or Jameis with, again, uh, the interceptions that has been a, a career problem for him. I, I don't think there's going to be the patience that we saw in the past. Yeah. I think that if a guy's not getting it done, he's going to go with the other quarterback, and I think guys have got have a thick skin. I also think you're seeing yeah. in practice now the evolution of being around these quarterbacks now for a few weeks. And you're seeing the defense uh, getting more of a a beat on what's going on. You're seeing the interceptions. You're seeing, again, knowing the play, what they like to do, who who they like to throw to. And I think you're seeing that coming out in practice now over the last week or so with, again, both uh, quarterbacks who, again, I've had multiple reporters tell me uh, average, okay, Based on okay based on what their eyeballs are telling them uh that have struggled a bit, I think that's it's byproduct of what we've always talked about when it comes to to practice and and training camp unless you're practicing against another team unless you're going against another team it it's hard to get uh anything more than really fool's goal uh, of a scouting report on what's happening because veteran players are savvy and it doesn't take them long to be able to catch on to what's going on in practice
6: absolutely it's a great point and um It actually, it kind of, you know, decreases the alarm to saying, oh, my God, because the last few days, you're right. I've been reading a lot more interceptions being thrown, but it's such a good point that the defense knows what's coming. I mean, they've, they've been through all kind of, you know, planning up to now, including training camp. They know what's coming and they know which quarterback likes to go where. And it's so easy to jump those routes now because you know what's coming than it would be if it was another team. So that's, that's I want to see the guys we liked uh, last week continue that against Jacksonville. And I want to see some, some other guys, I want to see them start making a push as well.
0: I want to see Ian Book be able to make throws to, to again, to the outside, to the sidelines, outside the numbers. Uh, and I want to see him be able to do that consistently with coverage. Uh, he seems to be a smart quarterback. He seems to be a guy that again keeps his his, uh, his wits about him when he's under pressure, looking downfield. But there were some throws on on, on um, against Baltimore where you look at him and you say, "Man, he don't have that. he may have everything else in terms of the attention, but doesn't look like he has NFL arm strength to push the ball to the outside." I want to see yeah. if he can do that this week.
6: And that's uh, and that's something you can just say we can fix. And that's not something you can just say we can fix uh, No. on strength, uh, especially Armstrong. to the to the sideline beyond the numbers.
8: i right. tell you what
6: I did like about him. <laughs> that first green pass, if he was wearing number nine, you couldn't yes. tell a difference. I mean, There's that was no doubt. Perf- perfectly executed. I-, I texted you guys that that was Breeze-like, mm-hmm. that green pass. Yes. Um, I thought maybe he could have hung in the pocket a little bit better. But you know, first time out there, getting no blocking, Baltimore no blocking right <laughs> in the preseason. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's running around there trying to make a play. I don't like the decision he made on his interception. Your team's getting in position to at least tie, if not win, and you go for the you go for it there. It's not it's not like even if you have completed the pass and they scored, they would have still left time on the clock for Baltimore to to, to respond. Sure. I think he want. I would have liked to seen him handle the clock a little bit better and just going for broke there it was a bad pass. It was short uh actually Baker had the guy had his guy beat, but um it was short because he had a man coming out and he got hit as soon as he threw it so yeah, he, 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 he couldn't step
0: to into it. the pass,
6: yeah, he couldn't step into it but mm. I, I don't know I, I i know teams like to do that in that's in that position, but I would love to see him run a run a legit two minute drill. And uh, you know, get rid of that ball. I mean, I, that yep. that was a bad decision in, in my in my eyes.
0: And I want to see Jameis against the first team this year, this week. I want to see yeah. him going up against first team versus first team and see how he's able to uh, to move the club.
6: I think he'll do fine. i I, I really want to see it too. And um, I want to see Jameis with the first team. I think he's if I'm not. Mistake, and I think he's been started with the first team all week in practice, just based on what I've reading in Sean's blog, but I'm not 100% sure, which tells me, you know, what I've thought, that he's the starter. So let's get him started against Jacksonville, and I want to see him, okay, this is my team, and we're going to go. I want to see him yep. take over. So it'll be very That's interesting. My-
0: that's Mike Vazan of Hot Off the Bench Podcast. Uh, we'll take a quick break. We'll continue the conversation when we get back. This is the William Grant Family Still is Friday Extravaganza. Don't go anywhere. Hickory & Airline and Menory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Craving Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest? Mambo's is open at 411 Bourbon Street. We are offering our full menu. Dine in one of our dining rooms, in our courtyard, on Bourbon Street's only rooftop balcony. Check out our menu at mambosnola.com. Mombos is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by delivery from our delivery partners, Chow Now, Grubhub, or Uber Eats. We also deliver in the quarter. Order now at Mambo'sNola.com or give us a call at 504-407-3717. 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview.
3: Cumulus New Orleans has an immediate opening for a digital account executive. If you have at least one year experience in paid search, Google display, paid social media, and digital video advertising, and want your paycheck to directly reflect your hard work with no income cap, send your resume to Nolasales at cumulus.com. That's Nolasales at C-U-M-U-L-U-S
8: dot Cumulus New Orleans is an equal opportunity employer. You've heard some incredible things about Diamonds Direct on the radio, but is it all true?
5: I think in a lot of cases we've actually exceeded people's expectations because they come in expecting the selection and the pricing and the warranties to be like a marketing story. But when we say we have more diamonds, we have better prices, we'll prove it to you.
8: That's New Orleans seasoned jewelry professional Elaine Didier. She loves it when skeptical customers come in, only to find that Diamonds Direct does indeed offer better prices and more selection, not to mention a free warranty that covers you for
5: life on Amazon any purchase. We have all those warranties to back it up. You need to get it resized. and you break a prong? Great, you can bring it back and you don't have to worry about it because you're always going to have a selection and you know whatever choice you make will take care of it.
8: Diamonds Direct, a welcome and refreshing concept for New Orleans.
5: I feel like we offer a little bit of that New Orleans yap, a little bit of something extra that you're not going to find anywhere else.
8: On Severn Avenue across from Lakeside Mall or online at DiamondsDirect.com.
0: Back to the William Grant family. Still this Friday's Travaganza. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Glenn Gilbo of USA Today Network will join us talking Tigers and Saints at 535 this afternoon. Mike Vazan of Hot Off the Bench Podcast is our guest. Uh, Mike, anything else you're looking for for the, when, when the Saints take on Jacksonville on Monday?
6: Well, I'm going to be uh, um, I'm taking your, your sloppy seconds because I'm going with Scott to. Team, he invited you first, and you said no. So I'm, I guess I'm I'm coming off the bench, just like I. You're
0: coming off the bench. You're coming hot off the bench.
6: Coming hot off the bench, and uh, I'm going to be there live. So I'm really looking for. I love to watch it live as opposed to TV. The first time around, mm-hmm. you see a lot more right. when you watch it live. So um, you know, I, I want to see more. I just want to see the team as a whole just look like uh, they're getting better and kind of alleviate a lot of anxiety that's going on with Saints fans as the season approaches. And one Dr. Doom keeps predicting seven wins. And I'm mm-hmm. like, hey, man, it's a better coaching staff than you're giving them credit for. But, yeah, you know, he does say that the coaching staff, is they'll get seven wins only because of the coaching staff. So if well, you listen I mean, they got to a lot of talent I on fans, this team too. I mean –
2: Mike, I'll tell you right,
0: off. I don't know how any I know that a lot of the media members are being pressed into saying what they think the, the um record's gonna be. How can you? We have no idea how the quarterback's going to play. Okay? I mean, this is not Drew Brees that that again you could count on and say, okay, we're getting eight or nine wins, right? I mean, uh you got unknowns on the defensive backfield on on, on whether again, uh how long is Lattimore's a uh, suspension going to be. Uh, then then the situation with, again, uh, can a can Debo play and not get injured and, 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 you know, play at a high level, or will they go out and get another corner at this point? Um, you know, the, the linebackers look good, but, I mean, if Quan goes down, can we see what we're seeing in preseason after one game? Can those guys do that on the NFL level? um i mean there's the wide receivers i mean we still don't know again when there's a game plan out there if those players can get off the jam get separation and be able to catch the ball when somebody's coming at them uh, again waiting to take their head off so i think there's just so many unknowns with this team you can throw a number out there arbitrarily but i just again it's it is nothing more than a guess this year
6: well uh grieve on to the extent but i mean I, I i think i can trust Peyton and jeff ireland and the saints coaching staff enough to know that they understand what they have and they're they keep saying they're happy a wide receiver they're not going out looking for any i know they signed uh the guy that's guy kevin white, kevin white from west virginia uh, but um i, I don't i, I trust this coaching staff and these personnel guys since that's Jeff Ireland came on the scene to think that I don't see now, you know, you're going to see a drop off at quarterback. I said, I said, I wouldn't do this. And I did it last week. I saw a play. I saw the replay and I thought breeze would have put that in that tight mm-hmm. window. And but we could do that all didn't year. <laughs> out, didn't even bother looking his way. Yeah. I, I, I said, and then I think it was on a third down incompletion. completion, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, I mean little Jordan Humphrey needed to help Winston out on that interception. Uh he kinda he kinda looked like a grade school kid, just kept running as the ball's coming in the air instead of adjusting to it, then he kinda reached back and tapped it in the air. But uh, I'm not I'm not losing faith. Look, Atlanta's got a brand new coach. Uh, Carolina's got a new quarterback. Tampa Bay has the luckiest quarterback that ever lived on their team. They're one injury away from from going back to the to the pack. So I don't discount the Saints making the playoffs at all. I don't – I don't. I think they will make them, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. And you know, I already know how I feel about Tampa. Sure. We, t- oh, look, we talked I, I, about I, this, my friend. Sure.
0: No, we did. We did. And, look, I'm saying – I'm not discounting them going into the playoffs, but I think there's just enough of an opportunity, a chance for them to go into the playoffs. There is, is to be in the top ten of the draft. <laughs> Plain and simple. Because well, – the most important position on the field, we have no idea how that is going to perform, and that's quarterback.
6: Right. Well, we have a. I have an idea based on Winston. I've seen Winston play a whole seasons, and if and I'm I'm hoping Sean Payton can cut back some of his interceptions. And I'm uh, I'm look. The Saints will only be a top ten draft pick next year if they have big time injuries. Like they lose Camara for a season, they lose mm-hmm. a quarterback, uh, that defensive guy. If if all things are and you don't have a lot of a ton of big time injuries, right? Uh, you're not going to see the Saints are not going to be a top ten draft pick team, right? I think don't, they'll be. And again, I, word, I agree. I, word, I would be shocked they're a top ten team. I agree. At worst, low 20s. Now, if somebody gets hurt, then our bets are off. I mean, depending on where the injury is and, and when it occurs. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, that team that played Tampa was a shell of itself in the playoffs than the team that mm-hmm. beat Tampa 48-3 to at their place a few weeks before. So, it, it's all about, you know, Eric, timing of injuries and where the sure. injuries occur. I mean, no, there's you no lost, doubt. And, and... You lost I agree with for you. For that playoff game.
0: 100% agree, Mike. 100% agree. I mean, we, we know the offensive line is strong. We believe the defensive ends are one of the strengths of this team. We hope the defensive tackles are able to be able to stop the run on first down because then then you're playing right in the Saints' hands. You know, Again, they're playing with house money then. Uh, the ability to be able to get those pass rushers on the field and to, be to wreak havoc within the backfield. Uh, the, you know, We believe the second level is better. Than maybe we thought it was, but only time will tell there because you can't have Quan getting injured middle of the season, him and, DeM- right. and you definitely can't lose Demario Davis. Come on, I mean that's just. No, and oh, then uh, you, you know, yeah. the other I part mean, is you can mask, you can you can help a Debo, you can roll a safety yeah. to his side, you know, you yeah. can help mask that deficiency if necessary because you're going to have Lattimore on an island, so yeah. there are ways to be able to scheme your way out of that uh, if, if possible. But it comes down to me as again whether it's going to be Hill or Winston, are they going to be winning quarterbacks? They're not turning the ball over, uh, again, completing drives, touchdowns instead of field goals, and and not having this situation where, again, you, you kind of just, you know, there's been this constant faith in Breeze to always, again, if you're in trouble, he's going to get you out of it. If you're losing in a game, he's going to bring you back. Nobody knows if these two cats can do that yet.
6: Well, I mean, listen. You said that Breeze was that security blanket. I mean, I never I, – going into a game, I don't care who they, who they were playing, where they were playing, or when they were playing them, I felt like as long as we have Breeze at quarterback, the Saints are going to win this game. Going into the game, I never felt, oh, my God, we're outmatched. There's no way we can beat this team. I don't care who it was. Uh now, it didn't work out a lot of times. You know, the Saints in Seattle on Monday night wasn't that great. Uh, at the Giants that year, they lost. But for the most part, it worked out. And if the Saints were losing, I don't care what part of the game it was. If it was within a score or maybe a 10-point deficit late in the game, I'm like, gonna, Brees is going to lead them down and we're going to get the ball back and Breeze is going to lead them for, uh, to score a touchdown, or field goal. And get this game in overtime. or win it. So no doubt, Mike. We lose that. We're out of
0: time. Quickly tell the folks about the podcast and uh, how folks can catch you on social media.
6: Hot off the bench, got it, Craig, Billy, Healy, and myself. We had another great show this week. Please uh, catch us on iTunes or Spotify, Fizan on Football Blog and podcast, and at Michael Fazan on Twitter.
0: Thanks, brother. Appreciate it. We'll check in with you next week.
6: Always fun, my brother.
0: Mike Vazan, Hot Off the Bench Podcast. We'll be right back. Bobby Ebert's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in memory by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere—you'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique—the perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good! Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Deluca, the TikTok. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry right, mouth, ringing finished? in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe. Calls me I-10 in metric don't forget if your AC breaks down think Burkhardt 15 trucks in the field covering the entire metropolitan area and eight certified technicians truly a company can trust the AC breaks down doesn't matter what time of day or night you call them ACpromise.com ACpromise.com it's the William Grant family that still lives Friday extravaganza I'm Eric Asher we'll be right back
2: Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune-in radio app. We are 1061 Nash Icon, WRKN, Picayune, New Orleans.
6: Hi. Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok.
0: Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your signs should say, sorry, we're back open." Stop. Come on. So what'd you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe, opened 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie.
8: Everyone here knows Diamonds Direct is the place to go for the best diamonds at the best prices. But did you know that savvy buyers from all over America, even Los Angeles and New York, now come here to buy their diamonds? These high-end shoppers have discovered that Diamonds Direct has one of America's best selections of large, rare diamonds, from 3 carats to 20 carats, all certified by the GIA, the most reputable and most trusted gem lab in the world. Because of Diamonds Direct's international connections and tremendous buying power, we're one of only a handful of jewelry stores in America that is able to offer a a large selection of rare and precious GIA diamonds. In fact, Diamonds Direct's multimillion-dollar selection includes a stunning array of high-end Riviera necklaces, 20-carat tennis bracelets, and an extraordinary collection of rare, precious gemstones, rubies, sapphires, emeralds, and even the really hard-to-find fancy yellow diamonds. Come see why Diamonds Direct right here is the destination for high-end shoppers all over America. Extraordinary selection, quality, and unmatched value. And a short drive for you. Diamonds Direct on Severn Avenue across from Lakeside Mall.
7: Like it is. You want opinions? He's got them. You want information? He's got it. You want a host who is New Orleans? You found him. Eric Asher, and Inside New Orleans. You talking to me?
0: You talking to me? You talking to me?
4: What we've got here is failure to communicate.
7: Stick to the truth is what you're good at.
2: We're going to be here all day! We're going to be here all day, baby! I like this kind of party! I like this kind of party, baby!
0: Hour number two of Inside New Orleans. It is the William Grant family. It still is Friday extravaganza. Right here on 106.1 FM, Nash Icon, Taking you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. Thanks so much for being there. Certainly appreciate you checking out the program, whether you're doing on the um, airwaves at 106.1 FM iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, Tune In Radio app take the show with you anywhere. On the World Wide Web at NashFM one hundred six point one or EricAsher Maybe you check out the podcast at your leisure on all the major podcasting platforms. Anchor is our home base, but you can catch us everywhere. Uh, again, subscribe. Make sure that you uh, you get every every show. And of course, don't forget about a, a great show tonight. Uh, it's just an honor to do this show. Uh, Rob Brown, uh, an inductee into the Louisiana State, uh, Louisiana uh, Sports Hall of Fame, Uh, that'll happen I believe next Saturday, uh, was our lone guest. Uh, You can catch the uh, replay tonight at 9 o'clock on Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on WLAE, 2 a.m. on The Deuce, and then uh, 5 p.m. tomorrow afternoon, every Saturday afternoon on Pelican Sports Television. Already on our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, and it's on the WLE TV YouTube page, and we'll be shortly up on ericasher.com. So get out there. Please check it out. Uh, it, was, it, was just a, it was great to do. It was an honor to do. I just got to say that right now. It was an honor to be able to have Ro on the program and talk about his life, talk about, again, his career. And the trailblazer uh, that he is, and, and and was in this town when it comes to broadcasting. So, uh, just a fantastic opportunity for a guy that um, helped me along the way and helped so many others. I uh, hope you get a chance to be able to check it out at your leisure. Uh, we're going to be. I want to thank Mike Vasan for joining us in the first hour uh, again for for the last half hour of the program, and um, we'll have uh, Glenn Gilbo who will join us at um, 535. It is the William Grant family. to those Friday extravaganza. It's the weekend. Man, i tell you what. You know, some weeks go fast. Some weeks go kind of slow. This was one of those weeks for me that's kind of dragged. So glad that the weekend is here. Ready to partake in a William Grant product. Do you love gin? Henrik's gin. Do you love uh, tequila? Malago tequila. uh, uh The three of the hottest spirits on the market. Uh, go to their websites, individual websites, and check out how these... Um, these spirits are distilled, and, and you know, again, you're getting quality. When you talk about the Scotches, let me tell you something. They got the trophies and the ribbons to prove it. Uh, Glenfiddich Scotch Whiskey, the Balvenie Scotch Whiskey, Grants Blended Scotch Whiskey, Whiskey Monkey, Sh- Monkey Shoulder. These are award-winning Scotches. And then when you start going up uh, in, in, in terms of, again, the, the, the uh, aged years and, again, the, the other parts of the portfolio, I mean, absolutely fantastic. Uh, uh, if you love rum we got Sailor Jerry rum. And every bottle of Sailor Jerry rum purchased in the state of Louisiana, portions proceeds go to the God Foundation, helping out our military families, both active and retired military. Uh, they need help with um, rent, mortgage payments. Uh, they have unnecessary uh, home repairs, uh, living expenses. I mean, whatever is necessary. They're, they're there for them. www.gotourtroops.org, or you can buy a bottle of Sailor, Sailor Jerry rum and purchase those. Portions proceeds go to the uh, God Foundation. Our, our bourbon line. Uh, with, again, a fistful of bourbon and Hudson bourbon. Uh, I'm talking about some fantastic spirits. Uh, ask your favorite bartender, your favorite mixologist. Uh, ask, again, uh, if you go to one of the top-end spirit stores in, in, our, in our city. Uh, they'll tell you all about these great William Grant products, independent family distiller since 1887. All right, let's jump into it. Um, Saints made a couple signings today, and we knew they needed to make at least one, right? Uh, they're looking for a kicker. Uh, there's a little voodoo on the kickers here in New Orleans right now. All I can say is you don't want to wear 6 or 21 right now, right? I mean, th- th- those uh, those guys got cu- uh, cut or, or retired very quickly. Uh, Aldrick Ro- Roaz, um we were told yesterday by Mike Trippett that this was going to happen, the former Giants kicker. He was signed today officially. They also brought in another safety. Jeff Heath, former Raiders safety, was brought in as well. Uh, some really good news for the LSU Tigers. Uh, But i tell you what, even with the cloud hanging over Will Wade's head, uh, he has been able to consistently bring in um, great recruiting classes. And he adds to this recruiting class, a guy they've been chasing for a while now, Justice Williams, who was regarded as one of the top prospects in the 2022 uh, class, has reclassified. And uh, is in school at LSU right now, and is going to be immediately be able to play this year on uh, the 2021-2022 season. So great news for the LSU basketball team. Uh, this kid is supposed to be is a six three guard combo guard from Philly. Uh, he was at uh, Montverde Academy in Florida, uh, and had an opportunity now to get to go to LSU. And uh, man, another great recruiting class. I'm, I'm, I cannot wait to see Tiger basketball based on on the recruits that they brought in. Um, just sorry, again, that they, they, they lost some players, obviously, to the NBA uh, that really probably should have stayed at school uh, another year. Uh, but that said, uh, the Pelicans, let's talk a little Pelicans here. They announced The NBA announced the, uh, the uh, schedule for this upcoming season. And, uh, look, it is what it is. When you talk about the Pelicans right now, uh, they're in a prove-it-to-me mode. Uh, just getting Zion, just like when they got AD, they got a lot of national television appearances. Uh, Christmas Day, all the marquee days. Again, they were on, and and they're not there anymore. And they're not there anymore because they've sucked. Okay, I mean, again, they've underachieved. Uh, they can't get out of their own way. This this uh, front office is looked as as a laughing stock within the NBA. It's why you can't recruit players uh, in free agency. Nobody's going to come cast their lot in New Orleans unless you're going to overpay for them. And even even trying to overpay in this offseason, David Griffin couldn't woo the type of free agents that he needed. And so again, you have a team that when you look at it on paper, might not be as good as the team that you thought you had last year on paper. But again, it's not on paper. They they, they had a cancerous locker room last year. Uh they, they no one was paying attention to Stan Van Gundy. Just so many missteps on the part of David Griffin on his first two years here. It's one of the reasons why, again, the NBA and the networks have kind of turned their back on the Pelicans. But nevertheless, they still have some, uh, some national televised games. Uh, they'll be on national television 15 times this year. Um, ESPN is scheduled to broadcast six Pelican games: uh, versus Atlanta on the 27th of October, Golden State on the 5th of November, Milwaukee on the 17th of um, December, uh, at Denver on the on uh, February the 4th at the Lakers on the 27th of uh, February, and at Denver on, on March the 6th. TNT. And, look, I love when they're on TNT because I, I love uh, the, the uh, uh, Ernie and the gang, Charles Barkley, Shaq, uh, Kenny. Uh, I, just, I, I like watching those guys at night. Not only, again, are they entertaining, but they are so informative in terms of their basketball knowledge. They'll be on four TNT uh, contests this year. At Phoenix on the 2nd of November, uh, New York on January the 20th, uh, Miami on February the 10th, and then at Memphis on March the 8th. NBA TV will televise five Pelican games at Indiana on November the 20th, Milwaukee, uh, at Milwaukee on uh, on New Year's Day, also uh, Phoenix on, at home on the 15th of March, and then at the Lakers on April, uh, on April the 1st, at the Clippers on April the 3rd. Uh, ESPN Radio uh, is also going to have a nationally televised game that's going to New York match up uh, on January the 20th. Uh, now they got 15 of the 41 games that are going to be on the weekends. Seven on a Friday, five on a Saturday, three on a Sunday. So, again, uh, you know, that's a a situation where uh, you like to see the games on the weekends. Uh, You also probably, again, want to see, like we've always talked about in this program, you almost want the Pels on the road early, okay, because of, again, football. High school football, college football, the Saints, LSU, Tulane, let I me mean, go right down the line. Your favorite uh, college football team, uh, in a lot of cases, the Pelicans become an afterthought uh, early. So I, I don't mind when they, if they front load the schedule with a lot of uh, road games, makes it tough on them. They got to get out of the box a little bit quicker than they have the last few years. That's for sure. Uh, I don't know if they do that or not, especially with a new coaching staff and again the changeover within the roster. But they got a few weeks when they get into training camp to try to get it together. We'll see how it plays out. You know, hopefully this is going to be a team that will react much like the um, the Summer League team did. Uh, that they, again, they, they bought into what Willie Green was selling. Now, the bottom, now that's not hard to do in the Summer League, is it, right? I mean, everybody's vying for a job in the Summer League, whether, again, it's with the team that you're, that you're playing for in that parent club or, or, again, some of the other teams. Whether it's on an international level or G League, whether, again, another NBA team, whatever it is at that point. So, again, we want to see this buy-in. I want to see this buy-in from Brandon Ingram. I want to see the buy-in from, from Zion Williamson. I want to see if Zion Williamson has expanded his game. I want to see if Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson are committed to the defensive end. Because if they're not committed to the defensive end, we're going to be right back where we started from uh, when, when you look at back last season. And that's just the bottom line. Okay, this team didn't play a lick of defense. They went out and got some players that they feel like, again, um, have the opportunity to be able to be better defenders. Uh, and, and I applaud them for that. Uh, but at the same time, when you start talking about where, where the Pelicans are right now, again they were defenseless throughout the entire season. Uh, they, they've got to be a better basketball team. And look, they got to be. Look, I don't know how many. What else you can do, well, for these young, for this young Pelican core, other than just disband it at the end of the season if they don't get it together, because they were with Alvin Gentry, and Alvin Gentry was too soft of a coach. Then they bring in Van Gundy, and Van Gundy's too hard of a coach. So I mean, you know, I feel like well, I feel like I'm in the middle of a fairy tale right now, right? Uh, and, and now it's, it, it is, um, it's Willie green. And uh, again, can Willie green as a former player relate to, to the young players, uh, in, in the NBA, and especially here in new Orleans, um, uh, where's the leadership going to come from? You know, again, I've said, this is the this is year three for Zion. Okay. Brandon Ingram's come mode year five or year six for, for, for Brandon Ingram. I mean, at some point you gotta have some leadership. Um, Valen is going to come in. Uh, I think he might be a nice fit. I like, I like Graham's fit here. We'll see again. Uh, you know, when you have you, he'll be he'll be compared uh to Lonzo Ball from now on. They've tied it to hip. It is the way it is. Um they still like shooting. I mean, that's just the way there's no buddy here. Everybody talk about Buddy Heel coming. They like shooting. Can Trey Murphy come right from Virginia and be an instant impact uh, as a shooter and a defender? We'll see. It's a step up in the NBA. It's, it's a man's game. Now, I do like the fact that, again, he played four years of college, uh, college basketball. And you, that is very unusual. Most of the time you get these kids right out of college, uh, you know, one year, uh, maybe one year out of the G League, and, and they're not ready for NBA basketball. They have to grow their game uh, while they're playing. And when when you have a young team and you have so many players that are having to learn learn how to play the game on the NBA level and grow their game, you see what happened. You've had hiccups constantly. All these games, twenty plus games in which they lost, again, in which, which they had a lead last year. That's got, they they got to they got to bring that back in. So we'll see. You know, if you ask me if the roster's sexy, I'm gonna tell you no, it's not. Okay, um, it's not as sexy as it was going into last season. But last season was an absolute debacle. So who knows? Hopefully, uh, they're not finished here and again a lot of the, of the correspondents we've spoken to on this program on a, on a weekend week out basis say that again with the 15 guaranteed contracts that they're probably done they need scoring so hopefully again there's a there's a uh, an opportunity to do that they still got partial of the mle the mid-level exception they've got that trade exception as well uh that, that could bring them some uh, uh, some shooting back if necessary which i think is necessary to be honest with you so we'll see how that plays out but again it is what it is. Now, you want me to critique the schedule for you? <laughs> hey, man, put a good basketball team on the floor. The schedule will take care of itself. These guys play defense. They go out there and, and they hustle. I mean, I've said it all along. Defense and rebounding, that's about effort. That's about energy. That's about want to. And you've got to see that out of this team this year. We haven't seen it. And I'm telling you right now, you don't see it this year, you blow the sucker up at this point. You do, because it's pretty obvious, again, that these guys are not playing together. Now, we'll see. It's a young team. Maybe they take the next step. I'm hoping they do. Uh, but um, at this point, uh, I'm not running to Vegas to be able to put money on on the uh, on the Pels to make the playoffs. they got to show me. You listen to Inside New Orleans. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back.
2: You're over the never-ending New Orleans summer heat. It's hot. Then you're one of us. It's hot. Welcome to 106.1 Nash Icons' Never-ending Summer of Nash. I mean, let's be honest. We all prefer Nash Country over 106 degrees. Hello Let us reward your battle against the heat with some of the hottest tickets in New Orleans. It's all about having a good time, right? Every weekday while you work with Scott Innes, you could win tickets to Florida Georgia Line. Cold, you never my and Eric Church. Yes, one Nash winner will get them all. Get the code to text every day while you work. Stream us online at NashFM1061.com. Then turn it up loud. The never-ending summer of Nash. Only from New Orleans country giant. 1061 Nash FM.
3: This report is sponsored by Mattress Firm. Get a king bed for a queen price at Mattress Firm. Save up to $500 during the best Labor Day sale ever on top-rated brands like Sealy and Sleepy's. Plus, get a free adjustable base when you spend $6.99 or more.
4: Still working an accident on the 610 eastbound at the Franklin Avenue off ramp and delays are steady on the 610 on the eastbound side from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. Also be mindful of delays on the on, on the 610 on the westbound side from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. 10 eastbound, your delays are heavy from the 310 to veterans and then delays pick back up from just past City Park to the high rise and then delays pick back up from Reed to Bullard. In the meantime, look out for delays that are heavy on 10 westbound from North Claiborne to Canal, and then delays pick back up from just past City Park to the airport. If you're traveling along the eastbound side, along the, Cres- along the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City Connection, your delays are heavy from Stumpf Boulevard to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit. And on the westbound side, if you're traveling along the West Bank Expressway from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale, I'm Ed Robinson broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center.
0: Crew. Hey, folks, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. When it comes to generator sales and service, they are the experts. That's right. Financing is available for generators. Also, again, if you're looking for a generator, still Burkhart will sit down with you, find out what you're looking for in terms of a generator to power up your home or your business when the electricity goes out. Uh, you, when you come to an agreement, they set, they set the, the date on the calendar, and you get a single-day install. That's right, a single-day install. Already have a generator? 24-7, 365 emergency service for you. All the parts you need for your generator are stockpiled at their uh, state-of-the-art complex in in, uh, Mandeville. So, again, they have the parts that's ready when your generator goes down. Remember, by their new install quality check after one month, they do with everything they install for you. It's all about customer service with Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Don't forget about my friend at Southern Tire, Hickory & Airline in Metairie. Uh, folks, if you're looking for a job, you got a mechanic in, in, your, in your home or a friend, uh, Burkle, I'm, I'm sorry, my friends at Southern Tire are looking for ASC certified mechanics, Also, general service technicians that can do oil changes or tire changes, and also they will train. Get get on the ground floor with a company where you can grow. A family-owned and operated business has been around since 1972 that, again, is trusted by, again, those that live here in the the city of New Orleans. Of course, uh, when it comes to uh, my friends at um, Southern Tire, again, uh, family-owned and operated since 1972. Your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on top. Also, I mentioned that ASC certified technicians using the latest diagnostic equipment that you have the dealers without the dealership prices. Uh, for a company that you can trust with your uh, with your vehicle, whether it's a fleet account or your own personal vehicle, it's my friends at Southern Tire. Remember, uh, tires and wheels that'll fit every budget, all the way up to 30 inches, and financing is available. Uh, Hickory & Airline in Mentory, open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. You go to southerntire.com and check out all the services they provide for their customers. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972. It's uh, Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. All right, uh, we, it is the William Grant Family Distillers uh, Friday Extravaganza. Uh, we invite you to partake in a William Grant product. Uh, Saints take on the Jacksonville Jaguars on Monday night uh, in the Dome. The The Saints will actually be practicing in the Dome. This is kind of a tradition, right? Uh, before uh, the Saints get on the turf and, and play a, 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 re, a, a an exhibition game, uh, they usually go out to the Dome the Friday before, or again, if it's a, you know, if it's a a Saturday game, it's just a Thursday. In this case it's a Monday game, uh, and and they they run uh, their, their practices on, on on the turf. It gives Peyton an opportunity to get a feel for the turf from his from his his uh, his players. You know, where they need to add more rubber, take more rubber off, where there's uh, spots that need that need a little bit of help. So. Uh, they are able to be able to do that. That's going to happen tonight. As a matter of fact, Glenn Gilbert, who's going to join us at uh, 535, will be at uh, practice, probably be at practice tonight uh, to check out the Saints. And, of course, uh, he'll also talk some LSU for us. LSU going into their uh, second, quote-unquote, preseason game uh, on, on Saturday. So an opportunity to see the Tigers a little bit uh, more, to see how, how they are progressing. Um, and, of course, look, it is what it is. Ed Ogeron has always been pretty honest with the media but he's painting again a very very rosy picture of of again how his team is looked. everybody's looking great everybody's looking this even again if they're not looking good they uh, they they're getting better whatever we'll see when the rubber hits the road in what 15 days or so uh when the uh, when the tigers take on UCLA uh you know uh, uh, actually 15 days 1 hour 29 minutes and 36 seconds according to dandy don i love that i love this website i really do uh this is going to be a this is going to be a nice test for the tigers it really is plus man, look this is what you want to do for your players, right? You want to have your players have an opportunity to take a trip where, again, maybe they haven't been before. You got a chance to be able to play in the Rose Bowl? Are you kidding me? I mean, it's got to be a lot of players' dreams out there. Uh, UCLA is going to be a formidable opponent, although I think LSU is a better team. Uh, and, uh, you know, they'll be able to check themselves against a, uh, you know, a, a – Uh, A Pac-12 team that, uh, you know, in the past has been a a pretty good program. We'll see, again, how that plays out. But just the experience of heading out to uh, to Pasadena, seeing the Rose Bowl, playing on national TV – opening up against a quality opponent that's always good for the Tigers. And then you got, you got to come back and you got McNeese at home and Central Michigan. And then you get a chance to maybe see some of these younger players get an opportunity to get on the field, see what they can do, especially a kid, a kid like Garrett Nussmeyer. You know, get him some playing time because, look, what happens if Max Johnson does go out in the season? and you got to start a true freshman that's maybe never played before. So we'll see how that kind of plays out. Tulane, again, we'll have another scrimmage. Uh, looking forward to that uh, as Willie Fritz's team prepares for Oklahoma. Uh, and that's another great thing. Look, in, in my, I never thought I'd see Oklahoma coming and, and, and playing uh, at, at Tulane. I just never thought I'd see that. Uh, most of the time on those cash games, you're going to their place two, three times, you're getting the payout, and that's it. Uh, but the fact that they're coming here for Oklahoma it's great. They get a chance to come to New Orleans, even though they're not playing in the Superdome. They get a chance to be able to again, uh, partake in our beautiful city. And, and then, of course, it's probably going to be an easy win for them. Uh, for Tulane, you just want to try to be able to, again, uh, use this as a measuring stick on where your program is. And more than anything else, you want to come out of this one healthy because you're going to be playing against a big-time program that will be in the SEC in a few years. So I'm looking forward to it. College football about 15 days away, and then, of course, the NFL right around the corner. Uh, and I think that Willie Fritz is, is going to have a pretty good team. Look, it starts at quarterback, and they don't have one. they got two really good quarterbacks. Even though has never done it on the college level before, every single correspondent that I've spoken to since Ibieta was at Country Day tells me this kid has got NFL pedigree. He just happens to be sitting against uh, behind again a really good really good quarterback right now, so we'll see how it kind of plays out i'm hoping that uh I'm hoping the best for both teams as as they open up the season uh against two quality opponents all right we talked about the pelicans uh uh their new schedule that's out. We talked a little bit about the Pelicans. We talked a lot about the Saints in the first hour. We talked some LSU, some Tulane. We're going to take a break now. When we come back, um, Glenn Gilbo is going to join us. We'll get his take on the LSU Tigers. And and also, again, what he's looking for for the Saints and what he saw out of game one as well. Hey, guys, in the doghouse, let me get you out. Okay, I got an easy way to get you out. It's inexpensive, and she'll never know. If she's sitting next to you, uh, maybe you tell it, her to you know, get on the phone or something, right? But listen to this. Villiers Flores is celebrating 52 years in business. To celebrate the occasion in the month of August, Villeries is offering a cash and carry rose special. You can get a dozen of Villeries high-quality roses for nine dollars ninety-nine cents. Man, you heard me right, nine dollars ninety-nine cents. First of all, that's what store-bought roses cost. Uh, you want to make her smile? You want to make her think again that, that she's a million bucks? Don't get one. Get two. Get three. For that price, you can get four dozen roses. Four dozen of um, Villeries roses. Are you kidding me? Uh, you're in a situation now. where, Again, at $9.99, uh, that is an a, an excellent price. And then, of course, giant Louisiana sunflowers. They're the three dollars, three for five dollars and twenty cents. That's three dollars, three for five dollars and twenty cents. That's a great accent to anybody's home as well. Come celebrate Villaries Florist's 52nd anniversary on the South Shore and the North Shore. So, both shops, South Shore and North Shore. Again, these the specials are available, and you can check out everything you need to know about Villaries at VillariesFlorist.com. That's VillariesFlorist.com. $9.99 for a dozen roses from Villaries. You better jump on that. We'll be right back. That's Mambo's, Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest.
3: Cumulus New Orleans has an immediate opening for a digital account executive. If you have at least one year experience in paid search, Google display, paid social media, and digital video advertising, and want your paycheck to directly reflect your hard work with no income cap, send your resume to Nolasales at cumulus.com. That's Nolasales at C-U-M-U-L-U-S
8: dot Cumulus New Orleans is an equal opportunity employer. Diamonds Direct believes it's perfectly fine to spoil our customers, and 30-year jewelry professional and Diamonds Direct associate Cesar Fuentes agrees. Diamonds Direct's main concern is to make sure that the client, whoever steps into that front door, has anything and everything that he or she is looking for. It starts with a selection that's up to 30 times other stores. We have more of a selection than what New Orleans had before Diamonds Direct. We offer more in price and quality and merchandise. And don't forget the rings. Over 4,000 rings from world-class designers, designers other stores aren't even allowed to carry. And to have all of these designers in one place, from viraggio to a. jaffe these are designers that have been in the business for 20, 30 years. It's just so special. And everything at Diamonds Direct comes with a free lifetime warranty. We'll take care of that special piece that you purchased from us, and it's free, it's lifetime. Diamonds Direct. Our customers are spoiled, and we're okay with that. On Severn Avenue, across from Lakeside Mall. Welcome back to Inside
0: New Orleans. It's the William Grant Family Distillers Friday. extravaganza. It's the weekend. To make sure you reach for a William Grant product. All right, uh, joining us on the program is uh, Glenn Gilbo of USA Today Network. He covers the New Orleans Saints and the LSU Tigers for that uh, historic publication. How are you, Glenn?
9: Good,
0: Aaron, how are you? Doing great. Glenn, are you in town because you're going to the, to the practice tonight? Or no, are you no, in town just to go. party?
9: <laughs> well, that, and I was going to pick up your credentials uh, for the season, but I decided I had to do that on Monday because I got a little busy here. I uh, would gotcha. love to join you at one of your locales, but I understand you're uh, doing it from the home office.
0: Uh, yeah, from the home office until, <sighs> look, we had hoped our plan was to try to be able to get back. Uh, doing remotes by September, okay? Yeah. Uh, who knows yeah. with this Delta variant now? Uh, so again, we just we're, we're just on hiatus. It is what it is. So we, I've been doing it right here from the house now since really since March of last year. Uh, I think our last um, our last remote was at uh, Francesca by Katie's with Scott and I, and then of course when they went to the mask mandate, that's it. You know, I mean, you just I've I've heard other show hosts try to do shows with a mask on. And it's just the quality is horrible. It's muffled. Yeah. You know, even you see the guy, the, you know, the, the the guys and gals on the sidelines interviewing the players during a game. You can't understand half the things they're saying. Heck, you can't understand half the things I'm saying when I don't have a mask on. So, uh, you know, I want to make sure that, you know, uh, when when we, we do the show, we don't do it with a mask. So, hopefully, we'll get back to a sense of normalcy here, and and we won't uh, be in a situation where, uh, you know, we we'll, we'll, we have to, you know, not, not be out and about, which we love to do, by the way. Glenn, uh, before we yeah. get started, uh, what are you working on right now? Because, I mean, you're kind of in – you'll, you'll have your first chance to see the Saints in person on Monday. Uh, the, the, the For the most part, the Tigers' uh, um, practices are closed unless you're a, a you know, a FOP friend of the program or former player. So what are you working on?
9: Well, I've just been doing some features. Uh, Jared Small, the, the linebacker, did a, did a feature on him and uh, did something on Miles – I in the other day with the update from Coach Over. You know, August is, uh, August, even when I was a, I I learned early on August is like the the worst month because nothing's really happening. It's all about what may happen or what people hope will happen. And it's been a quiet camp for LSU, which is a change. You know, uh, in in recent years, there's always a lot of off-field stuff going on. But this has been a quiet one. There hasn't been a lot of injuries. Really only one serious injury, our two, uh Brandon and uh Glenn Logan. But um you know it's it's been pretty pretty quiet and Gort's on the uh, basketball got a um, got a commitment justice uh, yeah. that uh, moved up. He he's in, he's enrolling early. And then of course the uh the lawsuit by the former offensive lineman. That was an by the former offensive line coach Yes. That was a pretty interesting, uh, happened, uh, law service filed on Wednesday, but, yeah, uh. Yeah, that, that was interesting, that
0: did, uh, you know, again, first of all, the first thing you mentioned was Justice Williams, which I think, man, I I'm gonna tell you right now, that is, that is a heck of a get, uh, for, um. Oh, yeah. uh, for Will Wade. I mean, you're talking about a kid that was one of the top prospects in 2022. Again, now now again, he reclassified. He's going to be able to play for him this year. All of a sudden, again, 6'3", combo guard from Philly. Suppose this kid can play. And and now you're looking at adding him to an already really good class that he has coming in. Uh, I mean, it's, it's going to be an exciting basketball season. Yeah, he's
9: the number three shooting guard in, in the country. According to two four seven sports, he was he was at Roman Catholic High in Philly, and then he transferred to uh, Verde in, in Florida, which is where Ben Simmons went. But uh, yes, yeah, and they already—I mean, they already got the, the um, a Missouri Xavier Pinson starting point mm-hmm. guard from much of the season transferring in, and uh, uh, Adam Miller guard from Illinois on another starter transferring in. Uh, right. They signed a good. Well, they signed a number twenty-four guard before this one so um, you know they are uh, they're pretty stacked i mean they have some other transfers coming in too so
2: yeah no, it, it looks like it's job. gonna it looks like
0: it's gonna be a pretty pretty darn pretty darn good team man it really does
9: yeah, he's, he's done well with the transfer portal man i mean they yep. basically got a whole new team so it's only really big, mm-hmm. uh, bottom, oh no it
0: is right? it is pretty much a whole new team yeah. no, no doubt yeah. No doubt. Hey, Glenn, Glenn what are you going to be concentrating on on Monday? And, I mean, you saw the game, I'm sure, on, uh, on the first piece of the game against Baltimore. Uh, but as you get into the Dome, what are you going to be looking for?
9: Well, uh, you know, I mean, it's hard to ignore the the quarterback situation. I mean, uh, you know, neither of them are going to play much, I would think. But uh, that's going to be fun to watch. And, uh to see what's happening with the receivers without Michael Thomas. Uh, but, uh, you know, again, I'm uh, not into preseason games too much. It'll be nice to, to get back into the dome. But uh, there, there's not a lot to, to tell this time of year, whether it's a preseason game or the, or the first 20 minutes of, uh, of LSU football practice.
0: Mm-hmm. The first twenty minutes of least football practice, yeah, that's that's kind of tough. I mean, that's that's tough. Uh, that's tough on a lot of people, are again, on the outside looking in to be able to try to figure out what's going on. You know, I've already told the audience, you know. I want to be able. Obviously, the quarterback situation is one. I got to be able to continue to see improvement with the wide receivers. I want to continue to watch it, pulse Paulson, a Debo, and and see if again, uh, was was last week a fool's goal or can he continue to be able to be a a I want to call him a lockdown, but a guy that that it can can be a man to man cornerback, because uh, ultimately he may be counted on no matter what this season. Uh, and also continued uh, improvement from the linebackers. I mean, we saw Zach Bond play well last week. Uh, Ellis played well last week. Chase Hansen played well last week. Um, You know, uh, even Andrew Dow played well last week. Can they continue to to piggyback on that? Because there's no telling what's going to happen with with Quan Alexander if he can go go an entire season. So those guys have had to be at the ready uh, going forward, and they look really good last week.
9: Yeah, and another thing I looked at, I mean, they were – they were pretty sloppy in that that first preseason game. I know, I'm just yes. listening the Coach paper afterwards, uh, penalties and, and turnovers. So it'll be interesting to see what he uh, gets fixed. I mean, he he looked a little frustrated after that game and and almost almost kind of laughing at it in a way, which was which was different for him. So I'm, yeah. I'm expecting to see a crisper uh, performance overall.
0: The turnovers obviously that 's something you've got to clean up okay even when you, when you got you're, you're two, you' got two veteran backs that, that are fumbling the football that 's not a good thing can 't have little Jordan Humphrey again playing p- patty cake with the, with the football turning turning passes into interceptions. The other thing is pretty clean you could cl- clean that up, and that is again uh, the jumping off sides by the defensive line they just got to be more disciplined and hopefully we 'll see that more this week and that wasn 't just a case of the jitters for a lot of young guys that are trying to prove themselves. But um, this is big because you've only got three preseason games, so at some point you've got to be able to get your starters on the field and let them play as a as a unit, and I I believe that's going to be this week.
9: Right, right, and uh, Cal. I mean, I think uh, you know it's so different going into this season. I mean, most people aren't, you know, just don't have that automatic playoff and Super Bowl contender expectations. I mean, it's kind of going into the season. almost with uh, the the idea that that it's a transition yeah. year you know so uh just just uh you know i think i think i i don't know if fans do this often but it, it'd probably be best for them to just try to relax and enjoy this season and not really vote mm-hmm. for too much and then you know all of a sudden they could uh, surprise you. and uh sometimes they've had seasons like that but um you know it, it's um I, I think you're looking at 500 season uh, maybe uh, at worst or, or close to it, and then if they can overachieve it, it won't be by much more than that.
0: Right. Well, with the 17-game season, i will be close. they have to be just either close to that. But the other part of that is Look, there's unknown at quarterback. I talked to Mike Vazan about this this hour. I can't I can't go out there and say the Saints are going to be ten and seven, or they're going to be seven and ten, because again, I don't know how that quarterback position is going to play. I mean, for 15 years, you knew you had a chance in every single game with Drew Brees. I have no idea what these quarterbacks are going to do, and if, and if these guys are not up to the standards that we're, that, that again we're we have uh, become accustomed to with Brees, uh, Brees pulled them out of a lot of uh, a lot of tough spots. Uh, on the other hand, I, I like what I see out of the defensive ends. I think that again, if they can, if the defensive ends are for real and they can continue, they can put pressure on the passer. If they can stop the run on, fir- on first down uh, with their, with again their big, big uh, interior defensive uh, defensive tackles, then at that point you can you can the deficiencies on the backside. Okay, you can live with a maybe a rookie corner. Uh, the wide receivers are going to be interesting. We don't know if these guys can play at an NFL level uh, when it all counts. Uh, so we'll see it ultimately if, they, if, that's, if they're going to be able to do that at least until Harris's suspension is up, and then of course Thomas comes back at, at the midseason. But uh, you like the offensive line, and and you know, there are certain uh, parts of this team that have great depth, others that don't. Uh, I, I'm with you, Glenn. I mean, to me, I, I can't give a prediction right now. Well,
9: the you know the thing about Breeze is there was quite a few seasons that that he got to uh, seven and nine or thereabouts where without him, you know, they could have been uh five and eleven
5: or something I like agree.
9: that. Uh so you know, I, I mean I think a seven and ten season this year is is, is a possibility. So is uh, you know nine and eight. Um I I'm just real interested in seeing what, what Sean can do with Winston. Because Winston is uh he's obviously really talented. He's shown some glasses of brilliance, he's also thrown an incredible amount of interceptions. But you know, Peyton is known as, as one of the best quarterback coaches in the league for, for some time. So if he can get, you know, Jameis to, to overachieve like he has in, in his career and, and you know, Brees played a lot better under Peyton than he did with the Chargers.
2: Mm-hmm. And it was, yes. he
9: was wasn't with the Chargers long, but I mean he was he was a new quarterback with, with the Saints not under Peyton. be in that ten ten seven range and uh and have a chance to sneak into
0: the playoffs. I'll say right now, if Winston plays if Winston is in a situation where he's playing a high caliber um type of football, this team is going to the playoffs. Uh they have enough with again Alvin Kamara as long as he's healthy. Uh the other running backs, you know, whether it's gonna be Murray, what I think they're gonna hold on to um, I think the offensive line is good enough that, again, if they had to the lean on the running game, they could do that. Uh, Taysom Hill, as a jack of all trades, what he can bring to the table. And as I mentioned about the defense, I think it starts up front with the, for the Saints, and the Saints have invested a lot of money in their offensive-defensive lines, and rightly so. Now they have to pay dividends. You don't have number nine there now to be able to uh, maybe cover up some of the mistakes that, that were of uh, the past or get you out of tough situations. Uh now you're in a situation where those offensive defensive lines can start to pay pay real dividends for you. Uh, it, it comes down to the quarterback position like it does for every team in the NFL.
9: Well, and you know, I feel good about the Saints defensive line and their linebackers, but I'm more worried than, than usual with the with the secondary. You know I just, I just don't think if they, they're as uh, talented and deep as, as they have been. you know so that's, that that could be a potential problem. Um, And, you know, to to me, the the question marks around the team, replacing Breeze, Thomas out, Lattimore out. um, uh, Harris out. They just look look 500, you know, it looks like they're going to be hovering around 500 most of the season, I'm guessing.
0: Well, and and, and you know what, the way I think you break it up, we break it up into quarters, don't we? First quarter, second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter of the season. I think you start looking to the second half of the season – and, and you try to tread water in the first half. Because the second half of the season, you're hoping to be able to get back, again, a lot of your players. Uh, Michael Thomas, uh, by that time, again, you maybe lose two games with Deontay Harris. Uh, he's rolling in, into the second quarter of the season, maybe, again, being more of a, of a guy that can, can contribute. We don't know what Lattimore's suspension is going to be, but let's say it's one or two games. He's probably rounded back into shape about that time. So, really, I think the second half of the season will tell the tape on, on again, where this team can be.
9: That's probably right. That's probably right. You know, they should they should be better um, as the as season goes on, and particularly this year with the players coming back and with, with Peyton, um, you know, working with the quarterbacks um, mm-hmm. or, or one quarterback most of the time, you would think that he would get better as the season went on. And it's really Breeze, the last couple of years, he tended to taper off just a tad at, at yeah. the end of the season. It's true. This might be different.
0: Yeah, it might be different, no doubt about it. Glenn, what you what you got for us? Up, uh, I, mean, I mean, you'll be at practice tonight. Uh, we had 15 days of the Tigers open up. Uh, what, what you got for us and how folks can follow you on social media?
9: Well, I got the, the James Craig uh, lawsuit that, that's up. I mentioned that to you. And then um, got a, uh, a, an update Sunday for Monday just on what we've learned from the, the past week. With the Tigers, and then going into the last game, week, we're going to have a bunch of special stuff, the uh, game-by-game predictions, things to look for throughout the roster. Uh, So, uh, just a lot of uh, football coming up. But, again, it's all guesswork right now.
0: Yep, no doubt. I agree. It's It's all all conjecture. We don't know. We don't
9: know what's going on.
0: Next time you're in town on a Thursday, let's get you on the TV show, my friend. Always appreciate your time each and every week on the radio show. At LSU Beat Tweet on Twitter, he's Glenn Gilbo. Glenn, thanks for the time. Okay, thank you. That's Glenn Gilbo, USA Today Network. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Uh, And also, again, when it comes to uh, generator sales and service, they're the experts as well. But more importantly, especially as we're, man, this is just going to be a hot few days, right? Uh, The last thing you want to do is have your AC break down. If it does, look, I know some companies will tell you, look, we'll get there. You know, we got a long, long list of customers that we got to get to. Burkhardt's going to be honest with you. And I'll tell you again, look, uh, first of all, they'll get there to, to, to repair your system. Uh, they're going to give you a 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home. nate certified technicians. Those 15 trucks are set up strategically all over the metropolitan area to get to you quickly. Uh, those that are on duty, again, that, that are after hours, they're able to take those trucks home. So, again, when they're on call, they're getting out to you quick to be able to get you up and running. Answering the phone 24-7-365. Truly a company can trust. Authorized to service all brands. It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. ACpromise.com. ACpromise.com. Villarie's Florist is celebrating 52 years in business. To celebrate the occasion in the month of August, Villarie's is offering a cash-and-carry rose special. Get a dozen of Villarie's high-quality roses for 9 dollars a dozen. That's 9 dollars a dozen. Also, giant Louisiana sunflowers are three for $5.20. That's 3 for $5.20 for beautiful Louisiana sunflowers. Come celebrate Villarie's Florist's 52nd anniversary. That's Villarie's Florist, with locations on the South Shore, North Shore, and Villarie'sFlorist.com.
1: now more than ever driving political change has enough challenges reaching the right voters to get elected shouldn't be one of them hi i'm rachel adams regional digital sales manager and our team is here to help you reach the exact voters you need in your district or even the whole state contact me today at nolacumuluscares.com and let us help you get elected and make real political change for louisiana that's nolacumuluscares.com or call me directly at 504-432-0043 I grew up in Metairie. I've been here my whole
8: life. Meet New Orleans native Marie, who was a loyal shopper at certain stores here for years. Then she found Diamonds Direct.
1: The selection is huge and unlimited. The value is amazing. What you get for your price is so much more competitive.
8: Marie went from a one carat diamond to a two carat diamond for a price she never imagined was possible.
1: It makes me smile every time I look at it and it sparkles.
8: Today, Marie is on a mission, telling people not to buy Jewelry anywhere here until they check out Diamonds Direct.
1: I'm so excited that Diamonds Direct came to New Orleans. Very laid back, very southern hospitality. I have tried to tell people you need to give them a shot, and people who have have been absolutely thrilled.
8: Diamonds Direct, forever changing how people here buy diamonds, engagement rings, and fine jewelry with value, selection, and fun. I
1: always come out sparkling because it happens to be my happy place.
8: On Severn Avenue, across from Lakeside Mall,
0: It has been the William Grant Family There's still this Friday Extravaganza. I want to thank Glenn Gilbo for joining us in the program. Also, uh, Mike Vazam. I want to thank Rudy back at studio. Uh, thank all of our great sponsors for sponsoring our program. Go to EricAsher.com for a slideshow of the sponsors sponsor our program. Uh, just click on the icon. I'll take you right to those sponsors. Especially, folks, I'm telling you right now, our restaurants uh, that, and our bars that are in Metairie—I'm sorry, in Orleans Parish—they need your help. Uh, again with uh kids going back to school, uh with the mandate that came out uh, by the mayor, it has really again uh put a lot of pressure on uh the um uh on the restaurants in new orleans uh so again if uh, if you can get out there whether it's to go order or have a chance to eat go out there and enjoy again a great meal uh, with one of our restaurant tours uh again you go to aircash.com and find out uh, who they who they are also again don't forget about william grant Hendrick's jim malago tequila rake Vaca, vodka hottest spirits on the market uh fistful of bourbon bourbon whiskey hudson bourbon whiskey and of course a lineup that's second to none all-star lineup of scotches with uh, Glenfiddich Scotch Whiskey, the Grand Splendid Scotch Whiskey, the Balvini Scotch Whiskey, and Monkey Shoulder. If you love uh, Irish Whiskey, we got Telemore Dew Irish Whiskey for you. Also, uh, Florida, Kanye, Nicaraguan rum and Sailor Jerry rum. Every bottle Sailor Jerry purchased in Louisiana, a portion of those go, proceeds go to the uh, Gott Foundation taking care of our military, uh, active military and retired military families. Uh, coming up next, it's going to be Ken Trahan with All Access. Uh, who have L- L- uh, LHSAA Executive Director Eddie Bodine tonight. And uh, I invite you to uh, join me on TV tonight. Uh, 9 o'clock on Pelican, 10 o'clock on WLAE, 2 a.m. on The Deuce, and, of course, um, 5 o'clock on Pelican Sports Television, Brown. Legendary Roe Brown is my guest, and uh, we talk about his career, his life, uh, and uh, what he has meant uh, to me and so many others in this business. As Again, he's always given us a helping hand. Already on our uh, social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on, on Twitter and Eric Asher on Facebook and the WLA TV YouTube page. So check that out. Uh, if you would, as well. Thanks so much for tuning in. Hope you have a great week. My name is Eric Asher. We'll see you Monday. We'll be talking about Saints and so much more. Until then, thanks for listening. My name is Eric Asher from the Dog Catch of the Governor. They all got to go.
4: Lord, I swear we ain't We
7: ain't gonna lose no Without we'll a fight
2: Better do that right I want y'all to already do it now.